0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Kirk Cosby, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October 9th, 29th. That's October 29th. In the year of our Lord, 2020, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the constitution for the United States of America, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions at our fingertips, those checks and balances are critical, folks. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. All right, without further ado, News the Network's Refused to Use starts now. Kurt Cosby's with me. And before we get to Kurt, quick recap of yesterday's show. We had two incredible guests on. We had Greg Dordan, candidate for Utah governor, and Wayne Hill, candidate for Utah lieutenant governor. us their website. And we talked about vote for them. They're on the Independent American Party ticket. We talked about the importance of third parties and more. We, uh, you know, Greg and and, uh, Wayne asked this question. Do you want our government to stop the outright lies and destruction of Utah and the USA? Yeah, good question, huh? Do you want to stop the outright lies and destruction of Utah and the USA? Then just say no. The two corrupt parties. That's their ploy. That's their focus, if you will. Remember, the government which governs best governs least, they say, and amen to that. Hour two. We had our guest on Mr. Don Blankenship, running for President of the United States on the Constitution Party ticket. DonBlankenship.com is his website. The Constitution Party, ConstitutionParty.com. They're the party of integrity, liberty, and prosperity. And we talked to Don about his book. He's the author of a book, Obama's Deadliest Cover-Up. They all have blood on their hands, he says, and he's right about that, too. Don has a third way planned for America, not the Republican way, not the Democrat way. Uh Uh-uh. Equality, ethics, and exactness are the three points he brings up. And he simply says Americans must be made aware. That they cannot rely upon the media for truthful information. The media is simply an extension of the two major parties. Political parties are in partnership with the corporate, listen to that, corporate media empires that all seek to divide Americans. Wow. Don Blankenship files a $12 billion lawsuit. It's a defamation lawsuit against major media, including Donald Trump Jr. Fact check, ladies and gentlemen. They claim Don Blankenship is a felon. Not true. Dismissed of those charges. Yes, he served a year in prison on a misdemeanor. Literally, they blew up the mine. Tried to blame it on Don. The battle's on. Don Blankenship's attorney, Eric Early, says it's beyond wrong when they lie about facts that are Easily Google liable, if you will. Interesting. These news organizations are going to have to decide at some point, are they really news organizations or entertainment houses? Don says Americans must stand up for right versus wrong. Not Republican versus Democrat. We can jettison the major parties and their corporate sponsors and get back to saving and building America, but it's going to take voting for the Constitution Party of Don Blankenship. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's show. Kurt Crosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir.
2: Buenos dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam.
1: You are very welcome, sir. There's so much to cover, so little time to get it done. Kurt, first of all, I want everybody to know we've decided to carry out our uh, second... I don't want to say second annual because it's whenever the elections are. We're just doing major elections. So we did this back in 2016. We're going to do it again in 2020, Kurt. Join us live Tuesday, November 3rd, 5 p.m. Eastern. Well, wait a minute. That's wrong. 7 p.m. Eastern. I got to change all that. Okay, sorry about that. 7 p.m. Eastern time. Political Roundtable 2020. Special broadcast of election night coverage will commence prt 2020 features talk stars commentators uh anyway it's gonna be incredible as the um, evening unfolds live commentary on the elections kurt we're doing it again tuesday and hopefully kurt cosby can join us he can join us from out there at the honey stand for a minute or two and then after he gets packed up and squared away and back home we we can uh, you know check out his analysis uh so that's happening kurt can you join us
2: well, there should be, uh, like you say, certain ways to do that. I mean, all you got to do is access a phone. So yeah, dial I in, buddy. Usually anyway, we'll
1: catch it. up with you. But I want to catch up live from the honey stand. Sounds maybe you good. can pass it to a. Do um, I? I don't know if I say bystander, but <coughs> but an American one of those at the crazed honey
2: crazed Trump supporters or something like that. Oh, maybe
1: know? one of those crazed anti-Trump supporters trying to take you down, Ooh. take down the honey mobile because right. got Trump flags on it or something. Good point. <laughs> anyway, we'll do it all, though. That's happening. Coming up, ladies and gentlemen, next Tuesday, November the 3rd, Election Night Live coverage, political roundtable. We're going to start earlier this year, Kurt. Last time in 2016, we started at 8 Eastern. This time we're starting at 7 Eastern. 7 Eastern, so it'll be 5 Mountain Time. And we're going to go for 5 hours, buddy. Ooh, that's a broadcast, huh? Yeah, and we're going to go that long, and what we're going to try to do is see if we can't team this live coverage up with a fundraiser, Kurt. Very good. See if we can't get a few people to toss in some dollars to help us grow. LibertyNewsRadio.com if you want to start funding things early. You know, the idea that I would have is you'd just kind of put in like $1,000 a day for the next, what, today's Thursday, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You know, if about 100 people put in like 6000 bucks or so, we'd be in good shape. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I thought really? I'd bring that to your attention. The next uh-huh. thing you got to know, Curtis, I voted, buddy.
2: Very good.
1: I shouldn't have done it, Very but good. I did it anyway. I voted early, and I voted via my ballot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't just put my ballot in the box. I didn't want it to get, you know, the first leg to be destroyed. So I took it straight uh-huh. to the post office, Kurt. So if it's going to be destroyed, it'll be from the post office forward. Very good. And I don't know really the truth, if it'll count or, you know, what'll happen with all yeah. that. And you say, well, Sam, you should have just voted live on Tuesday like you should. My response to that is I'm convinced that what they're going to do is not have enough people even there. You're going to have to wait for hours to vote, Kurt.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, or they're going to tell you, you know, because of the COVID, you you know,
1: you can only have one person in here at a time. You know, and that's that what I mean with thing, all that. It's just going to be slower than molasses. Yeah. You're going to be waiting outside in the cold. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. But it that's, isn't going to go well. Right. I can I predict agree. that. So anyway, I tried to wait. What I tried to do was this. Wait as long as I could because I don't really believe in early voting. And the reason that I don't is because you miss out on all the commentary, all the truth. A lot of this stuff about Biden has been going out over the last, what, five, six days. Um, you know, and a That's significant right. number of people have already voted. That's not fair for them to vote and then hear, the, you know, what's going on with the candidate after the fact. Many people are now going, how do I change my vote? It's like hashtagging all over the social media services and such, right? So you kind of go, what's up with yeah. that, right? Anyway, so I try to wait as long as I can, but I'm afraid if I wait any longer, then they'll go, oh, your bout doesn't count, Mr. Bushman. We love you, but it just yep. doesn't count. Uh. Yeah, so that's kind that of an interesting time, twist. So I waited as long as I could, minutes. and I filled it out, and I took it to the post office to try to skip that what, first leg, whatever you want to call it, from my house to wherever it goes, and then the post office, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe to avoid the guy looking at it, seeing if it's a D or an R or whatever. That's correct.
1: And it also, then, if I get it to the post office, then it should be faster, shouldn't it, Kirk? Well, that seems like it should be, you know. You know, unless they want mine to go slow on purpose, then it will be slower. But I know, <laughs> and like I'm just saying. One, uh,
2: <laughs> like that one report where the guy, uh, some postman, I think, lit one of the ballot boxes on fire, and they were going to try to... You know, recreate it. I'm thinking, how how do you do that? You know. How do you what? Recreate it? Well, yeah. Well, you recreate it in your own image. Back, curve. You, you know? don't, buddy. Yeah. You
1: just get good your good new point. ballots out. You fill them out the way they need to be. And then you just simply replace the box, buddy. Come on. Good point. And you vote for who you think ought to. I mean, who justly deserves it. You know what I'm talking about? You can't have people stealing the election or anything. No. <laughs> anyway, so that's the deal. Now, I got a surprise for you. I said that I was going to vote for Donald Trump, buddy, and I just couldn't do it. Did you vote for Don Blinken? Yes, I did, sir.
2: You know, um, now let me should I explain I my reasoning it, uh, and then have you yeah, look at it? Go ahead. Just my reasoning for this. I'm sure, term. mine's the same, probably.
1: My reasoning is this: if Donald Trump would have a, you know, questionable if he'd win in my state, then I'd vote for Don Trump for sure. Donald mm-hmm. J. Trump. Because I believe he's done a lot of good for America, and I still stand by all those statements and all that effort and everything else. But my logic is if he's going to win in my state anyway, then I've already promoted President Trump as much as I can for those who might be on the fence. But in my state, since it's not close and Trump's going to take the cake anyway, what I might as well do is make a political statement for who I really believe that would make a difference. And so while Donald Trump has threatened to sue the media... Don Blankenship Mm -hmm. has actually got it done. Yeah, good point. All right, and while, you know, Donald Trump complains about the corrupt system, um, you know what? Don Blankenship has experienced it firsthand. They're running around calling him a felon when it's a flat-out lie and they know it. I've got to stand with Don, and I've got to make a political point. So it lets Mm -hmm. me back President Trump and back Don Blankenship at the same time. I voted Constitution Party, Kurt. I also voted for our independent American brethren for lieutenant, governor, and governor as well. Anyway, we'll come back and talk about it. Kurt, hang tight. Grab Brian, too. Hold on, folks.
3: Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money.
4: Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins?
3: some people do think of it that way but actually gold is money and as members of the united precious metals association we can use our gold at any store just like a credit card or i can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a upma member family find out more at upma.org that's upma.org
5: do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving do we keep our trust in our jobs Homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje Whether you are poor, middle class or rich, It Ain't Gonna Happen A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It Ain't Gonna Happen by a Friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled dot com, or call Caritas in the U.S., 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000.
0: The networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show.
1: All right, back with the live, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Rust with us, Gift.com. Welcome back, sir. Thank you very
6: much. Glad to be with you guys.
1: All right, quickly, let's get an, a gold and silver update. Uh,
6: gold right now is sitting
1: at 1,867.9. Say it again. 1,867.9. One eight, six seven point nine zero. Yep. Wow. What do you think of that, Brian? Well, it's down it, a bit, isn't it? It,
6: it is down. Uh, you know, you figure we're probably down. I don't know, maybe. Well, I mean, we've been higher up over, you know, around two thousand dollar even range. I, I just, I think we're seeing just a lot of uncertainty and so on. But the one factor you have to look into the metal. Uh, these metals protect your paper, but there's such a manipulation uh, that's going on. And with everything and all the chaos and, and uh, our public's faith in the government to, to do its job, which they're not, you know, you need to be uh, protected in this material because this is what protects, you know, all your paper, all that, all that paper, stocks, all, everything else. But when you have the markets, the stock and paper markets dropping and metal's dropping, you just look and say, okay, here's just another game that's going on. Because it's just done." Yep. So All right, what's you, silver looking like? Silver right now is
1: 22.86. All right. What do you think of that, Kurt? 22.86, buddy. You can just get silver dollars left and right now, sir.
2: Well, so that... Uh Translation means if you want to get one of those uh, twenty twenty silver eagles from the U.S. government that says one dollar on it, how much are those, Brian?
6: Uh you're still going to be paying around thirty bucks for that.
2: Very good, down yeah. from a high of uh, at least at least a recent high of what thirty six or somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah, that's so right. you know, get them now, ladies and gentlemen. Thirty bucks, get them for Christmas. You know, I mean, you know, you can put those in the stocking stuffers. I mean, it's just, ooh. And what about those, uh, those ones that say five dollars on them? The gold coins are about the size of a dime. How much are those babies right now, Brian? Uh, they're
6: they're still going to be somewhere around that two sixty 260 range, two sixty five. Range one. One there thing you need go. to realize is rhodium. Rhodium sitting at thirteen thousand
2: four hundred. Whoa, that's just taking off. Huh? You know, you yeah, that's, it sure is great. I got that garage full of rhodium. You know, what I mean?
1: <laughs> right. no yeah. doubt about that, man. Kurt, you better put double locks on that bad boy because people are going to be getting desperate pretty soon, buddy. They're going to be after. Wow. They're going to skip the honey truck, man. They're just going to go road straight road for rhodium. rhodium, you know. All right, Uh, there you have that, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about honest money. We're talking about elections. I was just mentioning that I voted, and I voted for Don Blankenship for president of the United States. I know I said I was going to vote for Donald Trump, but I just couldn't do it. I have my reasons, though. Uh, If Donald would have been questionable in the state on his winning, I would have voted for the president, Donald Trump, for sure. So this is not a, a lack of willingness to vote for President Trump. As much as it is to support President Trump the best I can, but then make a political statement as well, that third parties are viable, they're necessary, Don Blankenship is a much better candidate, a much better man to run for president and to be president than even Trump, even though Trump's done a lot of good. Uh, and so I had to make that political statement backing third parties and backing Don Blankenship, so I voted for him. I also voted for uh, the governor, Greg Dordan, and for the um, lieutenant governor, um, Wayne Hill. So uh, there you go. And they're on the independent uh, American party. Uh, so that's what I did personally. Now, Kurt, you were going to mention a couple of things. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to I mentioned to everybody that I voted, and I wanted to give people the reasons. I voted no on all the amendments we talked about, all seven. I voted no, absolutely not. I voted to uh, get rid of all the judges. I voted no on Prop 9, which is uh, you know changing uh, the county commission. They wanted to get a, a mayor or whatever like that. And I said, uh-uh, don't want to do that. And uh, anyway, so long story short, I shut that all down to the best of my ability, voted third party, and there you go, Kurt. Very good. And, uh, you know, one of the things
2: that uh, you mentioned as well is your concern that has been voiced, um, you know, in other places that as we get closer to the actual day of the election, there'll be more and more, what would you say, shenanigans, if you will, uh, uh out there either you know covid or corona or wuhan or chinese virus related if you will and uh so you wanted to get that um, in there to hopefully make it count whatever you know if if at all possible right
1: without a doubt yes sir
2: yeah and i'm pretty much feeling the same way uh you know i don't know if Brian got to hear the interview with uh, Don Blankenship from the Constitution Party yesterday, but I'll tell you what, uh, the guy, I mean, the former owner of a coal mine and, uh, you know, getting beat up by the Obama administration and uh, and then having a massive, how big is that lawsuit he's filed against all the media? Uh, uh, it's only $12 them. Yeah. Anyway. uh <laughs> It's kind uh, of like yeah. a, a local story around here ladies and gentlemen Utah the uh, Utah Jazz and uh, affiliated uh, entities have been uh, sold to the Qualtrics uh, founder the Qualtrics guy I guess bought it for like 1.6 billion but you know he sold his uh, Qualtrics stuff a while back for like 12 billion so you know, there's billions just running around, and uh, we hope Don Blankenship gets a few billion, and then, you know, you can have a heck of a media empire out of that, huh, Sam?
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, speaking of that, though, I guess the jazz got sold, too, so we can get into that, you know, at some later yeah, date or whatever. that's what that's, I was mentioning. That's the, yeah.
2: You know, Larry Miller family, you know, moved that to Qualtrics. Qualtrics is the guy, that, you know, the big guy that, put that
1: money in there, right? 16, yeah, he was a big you know. jazz supporter all along and stuff like that. So it's not really a big surprise to me. It's a sad tale to tell. Um, you know, the Larry Miller dynasty or whatever you want to call it, his his moral stand and, and funding of things that he believes. Anyway, it's all changed and it's all to some degree sadly going away. But that's another topic. Uh, anyway, so, Brian, have you voted yet?
6: I have.
1: All right. And don't want to put you on the spot. You want to elaborate or no? <laughs>
6: uh I voted for Trump. Uh I just I think that uh he's done a lot. I think he's done a lot and I think he You're right about that, sir. And I I think he can continue to to a lot as long as well obviously we're hoping for things to to get better working relationships, but I think he's trying to do more and and I I stand again uh for that. I stand for that. And I I just think if uh you know, Joe gets in there, uh, I I'm just uh, look out, you know.
1: It's- You're right about that fact. I'll give you that. There's nothing wrong with voting for Trump, like I said. I just felt like, hey, since he's going to win in our state anyway, I'd make another statement on top of it. But I agree with your points. I don't disagree one bit, sir. Uh, what about the amendments and some of that other stuff?
6: Voted against all the amendments. Yes, sir. yeah, uh, you, know, you know, not... For any of that, uh, there were a few judges I think I did vote for, and uh, and some I did not. So, kind of uh two sided, I guess. There.
1: Well, some of them do better than others. My response to that often is that you know what, it's very very hard to really break down how good a judge is. If you know right. the judge or you feel comfortable or you've heard a lot of good about him, you might vote yes to retain them. But I'm for the most part just going, hey, let's kick everybody out and let a fresh guy have a chance. You know.
6: Yeah. Yeah, and I think you're right there too. I mean, it's good for you know, change is, is a good thing, can be a good thing. I'm not so sure uh, I want the left to to jump into that change, but uh, yeah, but for
1: I agree. sure. And I, and I look at it and say, you know, to me, government is not something that's a career. Government is something where you right. say, I'll take a hit for the team, guys. Okay, I'll go ahead and you know, and we don't want it to be a career. We want it to be, I'll take a hit for the team. I'll go ahead and serve my time and do my best to focus on what I think is important and make some corrections and some changes and some. You know, etc And so I would prefer to see the judges be people who are attorneys in the private sector and people who have experience in the private sector and, and say, you know, what? I'm willing to take a stint here to serve my country. Um, but I don't want these career people that stay there and stay there and stay there and stay there. I don't want them to be corrupt. I want them to look at government fresh and go, hey, I want this to be thin and I want it to serve me like it did when I got here, um, but better when I leave, when I leave. And I want them to be thinking that all along. Kurt, do you want to respond to that?
2: Well, I, I think you've said it very well, Sam. And um, You know, um, it's when you think of the American experiment and this opportunity we have to participate in, well, at least some semblance of freedom here in America, and you think of the whole history of mankind and how, It's just such a small part that we get to participate in. We should be very grateful and uh, very diligent in our, well, effort to preserve what freedoms and even restore any freedoms that we've lost.
1: Brian Rust, Rust, rustcoinandgift.com, Kirk Crosby and yours Truly on your radio.
0: listening to Liberty News Radio. Say
5: radio news with Lance Pride.
7: At least three people were killed and several wounded on Thursday in Nice, France. This is described by Nice Mayor Christian Estosi as a terrorist attack. Authorities say a man with a knife attacked people outside a church about nine in the morning local time. Estrosi said the attacker shouted Allah Akbar repeatedly as police apprehended him and that the meaning of his gesture left no doubt. Enough is enough, the mayor told local reporters. It's time now for France to exonerate itself from the laws of peace in order to to definitively wipe out islamo-fascism from our territory the suspect is in french custody the chief executives of silicon valley's most influential tech companies fielded partisan questions wednesday in a high-profile hearing members of the senate commerce committee largely stayed away from discussing a federal statute that provides a liability shield for social media sites for republicans allegations of anti-conservative bias led the questioning usa radio news
4: the best companion a pillow has ever had. You've heard me talking about Mike Lindell's Giza Dreams bedsheets now for a couple of years. They're the perfect companion to the My Pillow. Made with the world's best cotton called Giza, grown only in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. Its long staple cotton makes it ultra soft and breathable. And just like the My Pillow, there's a 60 day money back guarantee, 10 year warranty. Try it for yourself. Mike Lindell and I promise you'll sleep better. Or you get your money back. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA. You'll get two-for-one pricing plus free shipping, but only by using my promo code USA. Or call 1-800-951-8175 and ask for the Giza Dream Sheets special. And the promo code USA gets you up to 66% off the entire line of MyPillow products. Sleep better with the Giza Dreams bed sheets and save at MyPillow.com, promo code USA.
7: Firefighters in Colorado have been busy battling two of the largest wildfires in state history. The troublesome fire is only 5% contained as of Wednesday. If this note finds you, we must have done something right, the note read. Sorry for your loss of your shed, and we had to cut a little of your wood fence to save your house. Things got really hot. We stayed as long as possible. Signed, Best Wishes, from Engine 1446 in the town of Meeker. Federal agencies are warning of an increased and imminent cyber threat to U.S. hospitals and healthcare care providers involving ransomware attacks. The FBI released the information Wednesday, and authorities said that the healthcare care providers should take precautions to protect their systems. The federal report says the FBI, the Department of Health and Human Services, and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency have credible information about the threat. NASCAR is in Virginia Sunday at Martinsville. See which driver will conquer the paperclip, and we'll move on to the championship four playoffs. The race starts at 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. USA Radio News.
1: Brian, Rust with us, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Brian, are you worried about the um, mail-in voting stuff? Uh, I think
6: there could be some problems there. I mean... Uh... Yeah, things ramp up and people are having to wait in a lot of lines. And then, I mean, we've already seen a little bit of of, of corruption. I mean, dumping ballots in the ditch and there's something. So, I, yeah, I, I, I worry a little bit about it.
1: Let me tell you why I ask, Kurt and Brian. Have you guys gone and studied the steps that it takes for a mail-in ballot to happen?
6: Uh, I haven't studied the steps, but I yeah, there's a little.
1: Yeah, do you realize there's stuff online documenting the steps that it takes for a ballot to happen, a mail-in ballot? Have you, Kurt, have you checked this well, out?
2: Well, you know, I am i spent some, you know, at least um, part of my life in the printing world, Sam. Yes, and, sir. You know, after you do that yourself and you think, well, you know, I mean, I, I got this machine right by me that prints this stuff up really good, and I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be that hard for me to print up you know, some of those ballots, not that I have, or don't, don't get me wrong, you know, but, um, after I see, um, you know, how they do it, I just think, well, you know, we've got guys that print up, you know, dollar bills or hundred dollar bills and stuff like that, you know, that are counterfeit, uh, maybe there'd be some guys that might even print up counterfeit voting stuff, Sam, and then, uh, you know, you kind of wonder about all that. And like you say, the steps after that, you know, the, they say they're all secure because they check uh, the signature on it and stuff like that. And then you read these stories where they're like, well, never mind about the signature, uh, you know. And uh, like Brian said, <laughs> these ones that end up in the ditch or else uh, like we were talking about earlier, the the uh, ballot box that just, Somebody puts in some kind of a thing that starts it on fire. Uh, I mean, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we just return to the old ways? You you vote one day, you go in and your little precinct, and you got your pencil and paper, and somebody you know. Well, and that's that's what I want to get and,
1: into, Kurt. So the steps anyway. are: first off, you got to print ballots, you got to make sure they're right, then you got to send them out to the different people, and hopefully they're all right, and there's nothing gone wrong with that process, right? Then once somebody gets the ballot, they got to fill it out, put it in the proper envelope and send it back. Once they receive it, there's a bunch of steps they have to go through, Kurt. They first compare the envelope address with the voter registration address. And then if it looks good, they open the envelope and then they got to make sure the ballot's not, you know, beat up or tweaked or weird in any way. And then oftentimes they either count it manually or they feed it through a machine. And anyway, then they eventually tabulate the results and, and etc. And they're warning now. <laughs> they're warning, Kurt, that, you know what, it may not. Well, you may not be able to. <clears throat> you may not be able to know who's president on Tuesday. They've In fact, it might just take a couple of life. weeks, <laughs> if not at least several days to kind of figure that out, Kurt. Because, man, number one, there's an incredible turnout. Yeah. Now I don't know exactly Actually. how you turn out when you just put a. Mail in ballot, but there you go. Yeah, and then they say stuff like, you know, we got to count and tabulate all that, and it's really hard. curtain if the ballot um gets beat up in the mail or anything else, do you know that it's just discarded? Yeah, do they throw it out. Yeah, dude, what yeah. do you expect?
2: <laughs> and just think about the old way where you'd go in. And each precinct, you know, you go in and you just vote that day, and they count the numbers that day, and they report them, and, you know, it's all done. And, you know, I mean, and you don't have the early ballot voting where you have these people going, oh, I want to take back my vote because I learned this other stuff, you know. You don't, I mean, when it? be good to just return to the old ways make america great again you know what i mean
1: yeah but so the reason that i'm bringing all this up is i just look at it kurt as you're saying think how many steps it takes to make one of these ballots happen and if the uh, you know If it doesn't work out perfectly, your ballot's just discarded. Now, in some areas, some counties, in some counties, they actually call you and say, your ballot got messed up. Can you, you know, do another one? But here's my problem. Me doing another one makes me question, is mine really messed up? Or do they just need two from me? If I do fill out another one, will they say that I committed voter fraud? Mm -hmm. If I don't fill out another one, do I lose my chance to vote? If I, you know, and you go, what? And then you look at all those steps and you go, man, back in the day when we had tiny precincts, Kurt. Yeah. And people even had the elections at somebody's home. And what you'd have is, you know, three or four or five people that are in the neighborhood, donate their time. They'd run the election thing at somebody's home. or at a, you know, school or somewhere, small venue, small precinct. that would take care of all that. And then they'd have vote watchers that would sit there and go, yep, we agree that they're. You know, doing this legitimately. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? And you look at yeah. that and you go, man, what's going on? Yeah. And when you had that tiny precinct scenario, Kurt, just so you know, and you had the vote yeah. watchers, you didn't have questions of voter integrity because you could see and watch. Almost right. anybody could, really. I mean, they didn't have a I problem mean, three if you or watched.
2: Four people. You know, participate, and it's pretty hard to get a bunch of con people together like that. I think you know to con that and break yeah. that rule.
1: So I, but, I look at that yeah. and I go, and they could count the votes easily. Yeah, like it wasn't a massive, incredible tabulation and uh, ex, you know expedition. It yeah. wasn't a massive because it was just these small precincts, and you had vote watchers, and you had plenty of people, and it was like my fingers are sore or my eyes are getting tired. Hey, can I be the vote watcher and you count the rest, you know, this next batch or whatever? And, and it was yeah. very simple. And then people would turn in the numbers and then you'd look at the tabulations online later and say, yes, they reported my county numbers. Correct. And 10 people that saw it can validate the same thing. And you could get a vote that night and an answer that night.
2: That's right.
1: And now we're going. This is a way better, a way safer, a way you know more important way. We got to do this. And now we don't know the results. We got ninety-six steps that can go wrong, and we don't even know if we can give you the vote count within days or weeks, Brian. And I'm going. <laughs> what exactly. the crap is going down around here? <laughs> it's like we've gone back well, to that, the Stone Age, buddy.
6: That's right. We've made it. We've made it more difficult uh, to accomplish you know the task at hand. I, you know, I saw some article that that some of these smaller counties or whatever, and maybe it's happening in some of the bigger areas as well. They they had nowhere to sign their boat their ballot sheet. They had there were some defects that they had to kinda take care of that someone saw and then they had have to send out more ballots and that. So yeah, I I see your point.
1: I mean if we just voted for president or something like that, I mean I can just imagine going, Hey there's five buckets here, there's a name on each bucket, throw your rock in the proper bucket (laughs) as you walk by. We'll watch you, you know now I know that sounds crude but I'm making a point. Is that worse? Or better than what we've got now, if we just literally had a bunch of buckets out there in the park and we're like, "Hey, man, you walk by and you like the name, put your rock in this bucket," and we'd go ahead and count them at the end, okay? Okay, That's tell awesome. me how it would be worse. That's awesome. At least we could know that. that night what's going on that way. And how All come right. you can't break the country down into tiny, tiny precincts? It's like, hey, there's no more than 400 people or 400 votes or whatever a thousand votes tops in your precinct and how can you not count that i just don't understand i mean i can count to five brian that's right <laughs> what do you think kurt am i crazy but we turned this into this man we've got to make sure that the machines can reel in the paper properly and tabulate the results and electronically this and something that and oh my gosh the thing didn't it spewed out two ballots at once and there it didn't Whatever, and it printed wrong, and man, we didn't have a signature, and by golly, this one got wrinkled up in the mail, man. The mailbag handler must have been a little bit crazy that day, and what it, I mean, it's like, all like oh, this people, garbage.
2: People will say, well, I know mine is all right, because I got a receipt, and I'm like, a receipt? Wait a minute, because you got a piece of paper that says this is what you voted, you're sure that the number that, you know, the, the guy you voted for or the girl you voted for got the correct vote? How do you know? Well, that, I could print out. I can
1: you know, make a computer, computer print computer. out your receipt and yeah. show you something different from what I sent to everybody else, buddy. Well, that's how exactly dumb am I? I mean. You know. That's now, if you threw a rock in a bucket, there and you count rocks. You can't that mistake can't happen? See so yeah. there. You don't have to print out buck, you know, ballots and make sure there's a signature line if you just throw rocks and buckets. Now, I know I'm being extreme. I'm demonstrating demonstrating the absurd by being absurd a little bit. But I don't think I'm stretching it far in terms of how complicated we've made this thing. We've gone from being able to have these small precincts where there was trust and vote watchers to now you can't trust a single thing, and we have to have international people come in and count the votes. Brian. Yeah,
6: you're exactly right, and I, I think I think with anything, I think that uh, when you've got a you know a good versus evil uh, fighting against each other. There's always ways that uh, I mean I guess if you had your buckets out there and someone came along and didn't like your buckets you might kick them over where that pile becomes a little bigger over in this bucket now we didn't I, I'm sorry I bumped the bucket now we're not really sure but push some I, there's always this evil way and I think with the computer situation they can kind of just with the push of a button do this do this oh you're deleted you're I don't know I, I just there's so much prescriptions either way but it would be easier throw your rock
1: in this bucket. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I know I'm demonstrating the absurd by being absurd, I get it, but I'm also trying to make a point. We have gone off the rails. If we cannot announce the president of the United States within days and possibly weeks, what have we done to our system?
8: Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches,
9: in wedding chapels,
1: All right, I typed into your favorite Google search tool, <laughs> your favorite Google search tool, ladies and gentlemen. And I typed in, you know, steps to mail in ballots or steps for mail in ballots. And I got back a few things that just sparked my concern meter through the roof. Okay, let's just see if I'm a conspiracy worry wart or if you guys are concerned as well. Okay, Brian? Okay. First one says six steps to ensure your mail-in ballot counted. They say in most states there are a couple of ways that you can get your mail ballot to officials. Does that concern you? (laughs) Yeah, a little. (laughs) When you kind of go, what are the ways? You know, the legal or the illegal way or what? You know? They say the best way is to drop it in the mail, Brian. We usually recommend seven to eight days in advance so it gets there on time, buddy. Then the next headline says, how to vote by mail, eight steps with pictures. (laughs) It's from WikiHow, buddy. Now, what do you think of that? Do I like the six-step plan or the eight-step plan? (laughs) The eight-step plan might be like, hey, cross this off or use, you know, what do they call that thing? White out? Uh, do the... I, I, I don't know. How come one's got six steps and the other one's got eight steps of photos, buddy? So well, we can take photos <laughs> and you can watch how to, you know, do your thing, but you can't watch the actual voting tallies. Right? Now you got methods and you got warnings they talk about on here. And then they say register to vote. If you want to vote in person, absentee or otherwise, you'll need to be registered. Now, listen to this carefully. As of September 2020, 40 states in the union allow citizens to vote online. I'm sorry, to register to vote online. So 40 states, you can register to vote online, okay? Then they say this. Listen carefully. And every state has printable voter registration forms online that can be mailed in or dropped off. And I look at that and that scares me. I go, you got way too much printing online, way too much in advance work. People have to find out the steps to ensure your mail-in ballot. And, uh, you know, people can't follow walking and chew gum at the same time, or people can't follow getting in the crosswalk kind of stuff. You think they can follow the six or the eight steps, depending on which method you choose, to do your voting, buddy? That's right. But I tell people uh, to get in a line, and they're like, hey, all over the place.
6: Right. Which line?
1: You know, yeah, which one. Well, there's five of them here because, you know, well, I, my line's the best one. I got here first, man. Why don't you guys just back off and get, you know, the other person's like, hey, man, I had a sleeping bag. I've been here for five days. No, well, that's, you're
6: getting the right. You get in the wrong line, and maybe you're in the street uh, taco line. And then you get up there and you got tacos, but you didn't get that the wrong line to vote. You were in the wrong line.
1: That's all right. All I got to do is vote for Julio, and it's all good. <laughs> now, I'm right. just saying, you look at this and go, man, I just feel really uncomfortable with this whole thing, Kurt. It's like we haven't even reached election day. And what percent of Americans have already voted, Kurt? And what good does it do? They made a big old thing saying, hey, Joe Biden's not even really running around campaigning hardly. He's staying home, and he's doing this, and he's doing that. And, he's... and at first you go, well, that's crazy. What's he thinking of? Then you go, what does it matter? If a significant number of Americans have already voted, what does it even matter? This race up to election time is a waste of time. Of course, you can't count any ballots early now. You can just vote early, okay? Can't know when the president's really elected or not because we can't count. That would be against the law, Brian.
2: They can tell you how many Democrats have, you know, uh, voted and how many Republicans, but they can't tell you anything else, you know, for sure. And I guess that means that there's a a D or an R by the ballot somehow. Uh, But the other night I was watching the uh, old movie from way back in, um, I guess it's 1946 uh it's called the battle of athens and i don't know if you're familiar with this movie, yeah were you Brian? telling us about this yesterday well i just wanted to bring it up and think about how those guys had to fight to get that ballot box you know that was locked it has this lock on it you know and it was so vital i mean the the bad sheriff was gonna just cut it open and they said hey you got one minute to have that ballot box out here before we start shooting. You know, and in America, we change power with the ballots. In so many other places, you know, it's with bullets or, you know, whatever else. And so it's so important, the protection of this uh, whole idea. The other one I'd bring up at this time is the movie called The, uh, Man of the Year with uh, Robin Williams, and uh, where he uh, gets persuaded to run for president, and he actually wins as a talk show host kind of guy. And then they find out, well, there was some uh, messed up, you know, computer boundary or uh, computer numbers and stuff in there, and that's why he really won. Uh, so there's just, you know, that kind of stuff that worries me, and that's why I recommend to make America great again and go back to the old-fashioned ballots like we used to use. Yeah, and man, counting.
1: I don't, I don't know how to respond, Brian.
6: Well, I think uh, Kurt's right. Uh, you know, I think what you know, you look at it here down the road once the president's elected per se is he really? I mean, aren't the others aren't the others going to say, well, they was all tampered with in this? And it will draw out for two or three weeks because no one will, you know, I don't see Joe over there going to say, oh, yeah, I think it was fair and I think he won. I think he's going to say, well, I think it was, you know, or or maybe even throw well, it wasn't fair. He got yeah, I just, There's
1: so much corruption. Yeah, you know, Hillary
2: already told him to not concede, so right. I don't see that really happening. Wait
1: uh, a minute. How can Hillary you know. tell him not to concede when we're supposed to accept the election results, Kurt?
2: Yeah, well, she's, you know, she's the main one always saying, well, Donald, won't you, will you uh, agree to you know with the uh, numbers? And what she was really meaning was she wasn't going to agree with him. Even though she said she did, uh, she fought against the thing the whole time as if he was a, an illegitimately elected president, I think. And that's what we see in America today.
6: All right. Next, there'll be gunslinging and everybody will be fighting and everyone throwing those rocks.
2: I think so. You know, I mean, you got the, the major cities, they burn when when uh, somebody gets uh, prosecuted or uh, picked up or whatever, and then you got rioting and looting, you know, and I mean, you got people going and just <laughs> busting up stores and just hauling off things. Um, you know, I don't see why every one of those businesses aren't like those New York ones where they have that big roll down uh uh thing in the front, um, you know, like a big old massive garage door kind of thing because man, you know, I mean you see those guys busting up those windows and just hauling off all those TVs and stuff like that. Walmart just decimated or whatever in those big cities. Uh, and then they wonder why they leave the area, you know.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, I've
6: got gates. On, you know, I've got gates on, on on my windows, kind of thing. And I, even in the, in the back of my mind, am I thinking, okay, am I going to be down here sitting in my shop with my gun uh, or guns? Because that's you know, because we've allowed this country to get to this point, and and uh, criminals doing damage, we're not really prosecuting. We don't want to. We want to do anything to hurt them. You know, we just be careful. But I, am I going to have to leave my family, come down here and sit here? Because they're going to want to, well, here's some some uh, filthy lucre right here in this shop. Let's just go in and take it. I mean, that's that's where we're kind of headed in this guy It's just sad. We've allowed just to run amok.
1: So let me understand something, because I'm kind of dense, gentlemen. And I need your help, because I'm just not very smart. Yeah, that's
2: what I think of when I think
1: of using them. We're going to go to print ballots. Then we're going to mail the ballots out to everybody. Then we're going to mail all Mm -hmm. the ballots back. Then we're going to count them, and that's smart. The manual. Yeah, it's
2: environmentally sound, Sam, you know. uh, know.
1: Now here's the next headline that I see. Salt Lake City Mm -hmm. to lose its two daily papers. They're moving to weekly printed editions at the end of the year so if we're gonna do that because the newspapers just can't hang in the modern digital world or whatever how can we justify sending ballots out to everybody having them manually fill them out with like a pen or whatever and then send them on back in there and so we got the mail back and forth with the mail trucks running around and spewing toxins into the environment and printing paper and destroying trees and but yet the papers can't even print daily anymore man it's just too costly but then this it's is the a, plan for the future for voting. It's a government
2: vehicle, Sam. They never spread right. any emissions
1: uh, out. I mean, that's just
2: private sector that does that. Those uh, big buses—they don't put any emissions out. Uh, bad for the world. It's just Whoa. us that do that. I, mean, I just, just don't even
1: understand happens. it, man. <laughs> so well, I say well, I'm I just see... too stupid to get it. I guess.
6: <laughs> I think Kurt, Kurt's right. It's a government thing it's, it's just the next step too if we, if i look at sound money it's not it's not going back and, and and creating you know a gold and silver kind of stand which we'd like to have and get back to to what it should be but it's it's actually we have a coin shortage so we're going to eliminate coins. we got oh currency yeah. well let's eliminate the currency the fiat let's just go cashless let's just go credit card it's, it's kind of like the thing let's on the ballot let's just go uh, print, uh, you know, computer. We'll just send it to you on your computer. You pull it do. up, and then and that's where we're headed. I mean, digital everything. I think so. And then, it, uh, and then if you have a a bank account where you're you're saving your money in the savings account, and one day you look over and wait, I had I had five thousand dollars in that savings account. Now I don't have any. So now I've got to go back and prove the fact of hey, I had money in there. What happened to it? Oh, we don't know. It must have been a computer glitch. We never saw it. We. Yeah, you know, it just it seems like it's very controllable when they want to control a certain way. That's kind of where we're headed.
1: Hey man, that's right. The good news at the end of this hour, ladies and gentlemen, is now God Kurt Cosby can, can finally get his Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Harley Davidson Go ahead, Because
2: all that rhodium you log- I mean.
1: Well, I don't know if you want to trade your rhodium for a motorcycle or for this new deal, but you're gonna get a Harley. Harley yeah. Davidson launches its e-bicycle division. It's oh, a new brand, go. ladies and gentlemen.
2: You pull and up um, on your bike and you say, "I'm riding a Harley." So you, then you feel kind of good about it. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> when you have a federal reserve note that says $1 and then you have a silver dollar that says $1 and you say, "Well, I've got a dollar, too." You know, it's not the exact same, though. Is Come on, correct? let me tell you
1: what it's called now. All right, it's called co really One Cycle Co, buddy. Oh, boy. Now, you cool. can get a there Harley. The they reason. say these new e bikes can pedal about four times what power you output. So, if you put in you know, a certain amount of effort, then they can prosper your efforts by fourfold electronically. These things can run uh, you know, uh, up to 20 miles per hour. And uh, they cost about a thousand bucks, and you know, I just wow. see an e bike in Kurt's Harley future, future, don't you, Brian? Hey, there you go. How Does do it you make like the my rumble? Harley. Does it still have the rumble? <laughs> Nobody, come on now. That was I think a, it's rumble <laughs> free. That Rumble's not very. Inv- 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 it's a sound of environmental destruction. That rumble. Oh,
6: I see. That rumble is not okay. That's now we're gonna incredible. load it up
1: on the honey, honey Harley.
6: <laughs> I love it.
1: God save the Republic.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bush Buddy Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October 29th in the year of our Lord, 2020. The promotion of God, family, and country, and the protection of life, liberty, and property is our goal. Lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Tell the tale. Live and on-demand audio at your fingertips. By the way, Kurt, I'm testing. <laughs> I'm testing this incredible... Uh, new app that Loving Liberty's got. It's going to be coming out in a few days. It's sweet. You can check out the Twitter feed right from the app and everything else. So there you have that. I want to talk more about these Serial One products, Kurt. That's Harley-Davidson. And Harley-Davidson launches its e-bicycle brand. It's called Serial One Cycle Co. And the Serial One products are known as pedal-assist electric bicycles, The difference is this one has a small electric motor and a battery that will give you power assistance one to four times what you pedal, depending on the setting you set. The power assist is limited to 20 miles per hour. It charges with a regular household current, takes about three to six hours for a full charge, Kurt, and guess how far you can go. Let's see, 20 miles? 20 to 70
2: miles. Oh, 20 to 70, that's kind of a big range. Well, it depends,
1: Kurt, on if you're doing the one to, you know, match. If I'm saying I'm pedaling and I want double my output or triple or four times my output, the more, you know, Uh you have that thing pedaled for you, then it gets closer to 20 miles. The more you pedal and, you know, the less you have it, quote, assisting you, it can go up to 70 miles. It just depends on that factor, right?
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Anyway, so I expect you to be getting one of these pretty soon. I expect the Honey Harley to be rolling.
2: They say that the uh, Harley Davidson, the global e-bicycle market is estimated to be over 15 billion in 2019, Uh, and they project it to grow at an annual rate of over 6%. So I guess as everybody's forced to ride a bike, um, you know, instead of their car or something, these these guys are going to be leading the way, huh, Sam?
1: Heck, yeah. How dare you even question that, yeah. Kurt?
2: Good point. No rubble, as uh, Brad <clears throat> Give. Uh,
1: no, man. Uh, that, I, I'm telling you, that's something. the sound of environmental destruction, buddy. They're jettisoning that. That's right. That's <clears throat> you know right. what I'm saying? Point. Right. That's I want right. to move to this discussion of Hunter Biden, Kurt. Uh-huh. Hunter Biden. So who do you want to hear from? Hunter Biden or... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Hunter Biden? Mm-hmm. Or this Tony...
2: Starts as Tony, with a, how do you say the guy's name? Bobolinsky. Well, you know, the one that I trust out of those two would be Bobolinsky. Tony? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm given the choice to. All
1: right, so let's listen I to the choose. Hunter Biden lied Tony first, and then we'll hear from Hunter, shall we? Here's right. Tony and what he says about everything.
10: and
11: is uh, talking to the media right now armed forces since leaving the Navy I've been involved in various successful businesses both in this country and abroad I'm making this statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family Vice President Biden his brother Jim Biden and his son Hunter Biden in dealings with the Chinese I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. I have also heard that Vice President Biden said on Tuesday that Senator Ron Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, should be ashamed for suggesting that Biden family sought to profit from their name. Well, here are the facts I know And everything I'm saying is corroborated by emails, WhatsApp chats, agreements, documents, and other evidence. And the American people can judge for themselves. I brought, I guess, for record, three phones that spanned the years 2015 through 2018. These phones have never been held by anybody else besides myself. I was told this past Sunday by somebody who was also involved in this matter that if I went public this information, it'd be, it would bury all of us, man, the Bidens included. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I've have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. In late 2015, I was approached by James Gillier, whom I had known for many years, about joining him in a deal which he said would involve the Chinese state-owned enterprise CEFC China Energy, and what he called one of the most prominent families in the United States. I was informed first by Gillier, and then by Hunter Biden, and by Rob Walker, who was working with the Bidens that the Bidens wanted to form a new entity with CFC, which was to invest in infrastructure, real estate, and technology in the U.S. and around the world. And the entity would initially be capitalized with $10 million, and then grow to billions of dollars of investment capital. After months of discussion, I agreed at Gillian and Hunter Biden's request to become CEO of the entity to be called Sinohawk. Sino representing the Chinese side, Hawk representing Hunter Biden's brother Bo's favorite animal. And between February and May 2017, we exchanged numerous emails, documents, and WhatsApp messages concerning Sino Hawk and its potential business. On May 2, 2017, the night before Joe Biden was to appear at the Milken Conference, I was introduced to Joe Biden by Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. At approximately and at my approximately hour-long meeting with Joe that night, we discussed the Biden's history, the Biden's family business plans with the Chinese, with which he was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. After that meeting, I had numerous communications with Hunter, Walker, Gillier, and Jim Biden regarding the allocation of the equity ownership of Sinohawk. On May 13th, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing but only face to face. In fact, I was advised by and Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret. I also had a disagreement with Hunter about the funds CFC was contributing to Sinohawk. Hawk. Hunter wanted five million of those funds to go to himself and his family. So he wanted the funds wired directly to an entity affiliated with him. I objected because I was contrary our written agreements concerning Sinohawk. He said, referring to the chairman, his father, that CFC was really investing in the Biden family, that he held the Trump card, and that he was the one putting his family legacy on the line. He also said to me on May 17th, 2017, that CFC wanted to be my partner, to be partner with the Bidens. During these negotiations, I repeated to Hunter and others. That Sinohawk could not be Hunter's personal piggy bank. And I demanded that proper corporate governance procedures be implemented for capital distributions. Hunter became very upset with me. CSC through, two, through July 2017 was assuring me the funds would be transferred to Sinohawk, but they were never sent to our company. Instead, I found out from Senator Johnson's September report that the $5 million was sent in August 2017 to entities affiliated with Hunter. Tomorrow, I will be meeting with the Senate Committee members concerning this matter and I will be providing to the FBI the devices which contain the evidence corroborating what I have said. So I will not be taking any questions at this time.
1: There you have it. I will not
11: be taking questions at this time. (laughs)
1: He will not take questions. They're trying to ask the evidence questions anyway. on these
11: three phones. I don't want to go into anything any further. Uh, this will all be discussed with uh, Senator Johnson and his committee, and the American people can decide what's fact.:
1: Where we'll we'll that is, Tony. there you have it. Kurt. Hunter Biden lied. Tony Bobolinsky has evidence. you want to respond to this, Kurt?
2: Well, one of the things I want to bring up here is this guy says he's a patriot and uh, he's never been political, uh, that kind of thing. And and it's kind of a sad uh, part, at least in my opinion, as to what has happened uh, over time in America. If you take the Founding Fathers, many of them were – Maybe some of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest, uh, you know, individuals at the time, and yet they felt very strongly about um, freedom and liberty and uh, that kind of thing, and and over time, and so they were involved. In fact, they pledged their lives. Their what's the phrase, Sam? Anyway, their. Fortunes and their sacred honor or whatever, you know, stuff, everything they had. And yet now we've come down to the time where guys like this are going to make big money and all that stuff, figure they're not political, so they don't even participate. We need it uh, where good people participate, or it's just left to the hogs.
1: Amen to that reality check. (laughs) Kurt, spot on. When we come back, we'll hear from Hunter himself. Liberty Roundtable Live.
10: Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.
1: back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about these incredible audio pieces. And the first one is from a Hunter Biden partner, if you will. He was supposed to be the CEO of this company they were forming, and he says Hunter Biden lied. Tony Bobolinsky says that he has evidence against Joe and Hunter Biden. Biden business associate details bribes. Corruption and China deals during a press conference. Well, now the next one is Hunter Biden confesses partnership with China spy chief. Listen to Hunter himself. I had to bleep a couple of F-bombs out, but here it is.
13: I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls, because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, founded, and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing, who was my partner. He was missing since I last saw him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to build
4: the
13: (laughs) LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York, from the U.S. Attorney himself, my best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me? In a criminal case? And my father without telling me?
1: There you have it. He's literally telling you that he was working with a spy chief. Uh, now you got the CEO of this other guy testifying against him. Now you have Hunter Biden in his own statements. Hunter Biden lied. Then Hunter Biden confessed his partnership with Chinese chief. They call it a spy chief. Kurt, isn't there enough here to arrest the Bidens? Now, let me tell you what else happened. Tucker Carlson had documents relating to this, and it was supposed to be sent uh, from one group to the other group for airing within their organization. They sent it, and the documents disappeared, Kurt. Did you see this?
2: I was just looking at that story, uh, you know, uh, according to the DailyBeast.com Uh Hunter, or uh, Tucker said that the uh, these confidential documents were somehow intercepted at a shipping center uh, and um they told him that the uh they were documents that were authentic re- real and damning uh but um somehow the uh, package had been opened and the contents were missing the documents had disappeared
1: now, here's the good news. Tucker, Carl says, Tucker Carlson says we only lost copy of documents. Oh, well, that is good. Now, I I'm not sure. Was, it looks bad. Well, it looks bad, but, Kurt, I want to talk about what that means when you say it looks bad. Because I don't disagree with you one bit. Yeah. But if you're the big guy? Yeah. I mean, it's like you're the big girl, you're Hillary. Mm-hmm. Is anything going to happen, Kurt? It doesn't matter if there's damning Hunter Biden documents mysteriously vag- vanished in transit like happens. to Los Angeles, Tucker Carlson says. Now, here's my point with this, Kurt. Why does it matter? Mm-hmm. I mean, Hillary literally went in and stole the hard drive and all the electronic equipment relating to Vince Fonster when he, quote, suicided and Marcy Park or whatever went down. Okay. And there was no accountability. Hillary's in her email, no accountability. Hillary's ties to Russia and, and um, uranium, no big deal. Hunter's ties to China, what's the big deal, Kurt? There's not going to be any accountability. Who's going to arrest these people? They're above the law in a secret combination. And just because you hear smatterings of concerning information, what difference does that make, Kurt? That's a good point. So I agree it's serious. I agree this is a big problem. I agree there's too much evidence to ignore here already. Not to mention what a real investigation with subpoena power will, will really will reveal. But does it matter, Kurt? Will anything really happen? What's your take? What do you think?
2: Well, I sure wish I could say that uh, justice will be, uh, you know, uh, meted out equally and fairly to all involved uh and uh, you know starting with Hillary and Bill and you know going all up and down the list and Obama and uh, for his spying etc you know a uh Watergate etc and yet uh Sam you know the thing is I think I'd be uh well I'd be silly to think that because you look at the track record um you know, we just hear that um, about all this nefarious activity, and yet I, man, the jails are only full of the good guys, it seems like, you know.
1: Well, there you have it. See, Don Blankenship had to serve a year in federal prison. And, you know, Evan Bundy had uh, to serve in federal prison. Steve Stockman's still in federal prison. Dinesh D'Souza yeah. had to you know, go to jail. It, uh, what on earth is going on here? How many of the people we know have gone to jail, Kurt, and or have lost their homes and their property to the IRS and had their names besmirched and drugged through the mud and destroyed in their reputations and their business and everything, right? I mean, how many people, sure. James Edwards, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, I can go on and on, Ken Cromar, and Nam and Bundy, Ryan Bundy, I mean, all the way down, and then the Bidens and Hillary just chill? Mm-hmm.
4: do you think there's like gonna him. at
1: some point this is gonna boil over kurt or do you think it's just gonna be contained can they well, put a pressure sure cooker lid on that dude forever
2: for justice um and you kind of at least one of the scenarios that i hope for in you know the i mean you know how they say here's a worst case scenario well i guess you could say best case scenario now um the president's reelected uh He eliminates every swamp monster that you know you could even consider as being a swamp monster uh He gets guys like Sheriff Mack and Sheriff David A Clark and uh, so many others around him and uh you know because he's not worried about being quote reelected you know um he just well I mean he does everything we we do and uh restores america to its former greatness and and then uh you know i mean it'd just be
1: cool sam
2: uh, but what if joe I, biden uh, gets
1: arrested on election night kurt well
2: what if that's you know, your october
1: that's, surprise bled into november buddy
2: yeah and then what do you do um you know if by the weird chance that um in the end they 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 so-called win the election uh, then you're stuck with Harris and then uh, what Pelosi is the vice president and I mean well you know, know what'll happen, you what will happen don't you? you just have a mess
1: Kamala yeah. will put Hillary on the Supreme Court buddy wow right hey?
2: you know and you wonder about uh, that hold on would that surprise complaint. you one
1: bit?
4: no
2: it wouldn't but it would just uh, what would surprise me is if if there wasn't some kind of a lightning strike at the Supreme Court at the same time, you know. But
1: anyway, um, that's what I'd yeah. expect, you know. Wow. I'll tell you that's what soured Supreme me quite Court. a bit is when, when Donald Trump Jr. attacked Don Blankenship like he did and literally called him a felon. That's too bad. You know, that's and what I kind of said. That
2: happened with Judge Roy Moore, you know, the uh, case there where uh, President Trump went after him. And that's, you know. Uh,
1: That was a bad deal. And me and James, and it just goes on and on, right? Yep. But, yeah, what do you think, Kurt, if they just put Hillary on the Supreme Court? Well. She'll never go to jail. The real
2: Supreme Court, I'll tell you, is not here on the earth, Sam. And the real Supreme Court, Hillary's going to
1: have a tough time in front of the real Supreme Court. Wow. I don't know how to respond to all this, Kurt. Mm-hmm. It's just coming in fast and furious. Yes, it is.
2: And what what I want to let you know, uh, you know, if you're if you're worried that we're going to have a slow news weekend, <laughs> just uh count on a new big uh, revelation story. Uh, I don't know exactly what it'll be, but just count on something that hits big time Monday morning. Um from uh, New York Times, Washington Post, etc. Uh, it'll be, well, at least this is what I'm forecasting. It'll be... All right, right? hold on. Let's get to your forecast Any in just story a second. you've ever seen. Your worst story for the president you've ever seen.
1: All right, hold on. Let's talk about your forecast in detail, Kurt. This is worthy of discussion. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Sam Bushman, Kurt Cosby, Liberty Roundtable Live, breaking it down for you on your radio. LovingLiberty.net, spread the word, tell the tale, and donate liberally today, would you please?
0: Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA
7: Radio News with Lance Pride. The FBI has made arrests in Operation Fox Hunt. USA Radio News' Tim Berg explains.
6: The Justice Department is charging eight
9: alleged Chinese agents over covert operations within U.S. borders. China describes Fox Hunt as an international anti-corruption campaign in which it seeks to locate legitimate fugitives around the world to bring them back for trial in China.
6: Assistant Attorney General John Deemers telling reporters in Washington, D.C. that five of the suspects were arrested in the United States and three are believed to be in China.
7: FBI Director Christopher Wray said the FBI is proud to have this investigation culminate in criminal charges, the first of their kind. Hurricane Zeta became a Category 2 before hitting the Louisiana coast Wednesday. Winds were in excess of 110 miles an hour and left nearly 2 million people without power. USA Radio News. The family of Walter Wallace Jr., the 27-year-old shot and killed by police in West Philadelphia Monday, held a press conference Wednesday. Father Walter Wallace Sr. does not like the way Philadelphians are reacting.
4: And I don't condone no violence, tearing up the city, looting up the stores, and all this chaos going. And I would feel like, is everybody having respect for my family and my son to stop this violence? and chaos was going on in the city. I mean, we got good cops, and we got bad. That's the system in in, in the system. I'm not faulting somebody had to be all accountable for what they
7: did a national guard and curfew order has since been put into effect citywide nice france mayor christian Estrosi says there has been a terrorist attack at the heart of the notre dame basilica reports say three are dead and many are injured a suspect was shot and is now in police custody france's national anti-terror prosecutors have opened a murder inquiry usa radio news
8: i want to dedicate this song
1: to mr rupert murdoch All right, ladies and gentlemen, Liberty Roundtable Live. So, Kurt, you're in the middle of your prediction. I'm sorry for the interruption. Go ahead, sir.
2: Well, there's a uh, piece from Breitbart that says, uh, headline, White House spokesman, uh, New York Times will run anonymous smears by a 20-something staffer, uh, but not Bobby Linsky's evidence. Um, and... Um, And I guess that just already happened. But what I'm expecting, Sam, is, you know, when you talk about October surprise or whatever, I'm expecting that over the weekend, uh, especially, uh, you know, it'll hit probably Monday morning and go basically, you know, big time news cycle even through into the uh, Tuesday election day. um, There'll be some you know, crazy news story stuff that'll start with New York Times, Washington Post. This is what I expect from them. You know, something they've been holding, something that they've been waiting on. uh, and It's a big time something. I don't know what it'll be. And I doubt very seriously it'll have any real truth to it. But there won't be any time for, you know, uh, examination. And In my opinion, it'll be a big uh, voting fraud kind of uh effort, and yet uh, it'll affect uh, the voting uh, on that crucial day,
1: Sam. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt's prediction, time will tell if it comes true. Now, Rush Limbaugh is in the news, Kurt. Uh, yeah, he, he, says mm-hmm. he says enough of this. He says enough of this. Limbaugh offers solutions... To stop riots. This stuff has to end. Yeah. Right? And um so he does this and he says, Hey, in the ele- after the election, or you know, during the election, there's gonna be rioting everywhere. And this has gotta stop, and so he's got a plan. Joe Kovacs, WND.com with the piece. Ready for the answer, Kurt? Yeah. Send the rioters to the US military base in Cuba, buddy. There you go. Going to Now I disagree with Rush. Entirely, completely, well, a thousand percent disagree. It's at least the
2: part that you would agree is that if there's criminal activity, the criminals ought to be held accountable, right? Absolutely. Um, but
1: you know, um, and I get it just that. Seems I get like that Rush is kind of tongue in cheek in it here, right? He's making a point that this has got to stop, and I completely agree with the point. The problem with what he's suggesting is that, first off, I don't believe that you can whisk people offshore to foreign nations, first of all. That's kind of uh, enemy combatant, war-esque behavior. Uh, I, you know, I don't want it to rise to that kind of level. I think that American citizens and or people in America need to have a right to a trial. They need to have a speedy trial. They need to have a jury of their peers. Uh, there needs to be transparency and accountability and due process of law. Um, I get the tongue-in-cheek point, Kurt, but I want to be very clear about the constitutional reality, and we ought not be flippant with people's God-given inalienable rights, regardless if we think they're, you know, out of control or whatever else. I mean, what they're doing is wrong, and we certainly need accountability without a doubt, but I'm just not sure, you know, that we ought to go that far. What do you think, Kurt?
2: Yeah, well, the bottom line is we, we are for justice for all. And, uh, you know, we, I don't care if you're Hillary or Bill or, you know, you or me. And, uh, you know, these people that say they're doing this uh, peaceful protesting, but they're busting up things and burning things up, you know, they're not peaceful protests. And, and uh, they're certainly know, so not. Gotta, I concur. We got to stop that. And, but uh, what I concur that is even if
1: they're not peaceful protests, though, we have a way about going about things in America, and it doesn't you know, relate to whisking people as enemy combatants off to foreign right. nations that are communist in nature, right? Why do we even have right. this base or this prison in the communist country of Cuba in the first place?
2: Well, uh, that's a good question. Uh, but I thought it was our, um, an island that we own or whatever. It's Guantanamo Bay, so it's just close to Cuba as far as I understand. Yeah, but how do we you own know, that, Kurt?
1: How did we get that?
2: Well, as far as I know, we already, you know, it was part of the United States.
1: What well, was it, it? was just I part I of the know. Louisiana Purchase or what, Kurt? I'm not sure. So anyway, I'm just saying those, you got to research that kind of stuff I'm and you person, go, hey, how do we get yeah. the weird scenario like Puerto Rico? They're not really a state. They're not really a country. They're kind of a territory. They're part of the U.S., but not. American Samoa. Not really. How does all that happen, see? You know. Yeah. And I'm not comfortable with a lot of that, Kurt. Yes, sir. Anyway, the U.S. military base in Cuba. How do we get a military base there? You think the Cubans are happy about that? Anyway, I look at it and just go, hmm, very... Strange indeed. And now I understand that we got to stop the riders and the thugs. I get it. And I think we got to take action, serious action. But I don't like this, we're going to use this enemy combatant idea or this lone wolf or these terms that are codified in legalese that let you simply um, circumvent all the normal due process reality that we have in America here. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be very, very, very careful about that. Because I believe a lot of these people are protesters and they're violent and they're out of control and they're stupid for sure. But are they really an enemy combatant to the point where we're going to declare war on them and they're not going to have any rights? When will it be you and me? See, the only people that I see going to real jail, Kurt, are the good people. The Hillary's and the rioters aren't really going to jail long term. Okay, Or you, at all. Yeah, or at all. Good point. You look at Char- Charlottesville, Virginia. Hey, all the thugs and the hoodlums on the left didn't go to jail. But the quote, people on the right, they say, went to jail because they're white supremacists and they had to go to jail. And they were violent and crazy and they killed that lady with a car. And man, you gotta. But that's not really true or accurate at all, Kurt. That's a dishonest picture to say the least. President Trump tried to politely say, hey, there's good people and bad people on both sides. Well, that was a very spot on reality check. But they, he got slaughtered to the media for it and kind of backed away from those statements. Sad to say. Uh, the truth is, we need to have every individual have due process of law, uh, have transparency, have a speedy trial, have a jury of their peers. Okay, we need due process for everybody, and even Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, who I think are some of the greatest criminals this country's ever known. I still support a appropriate law-abiding law-and-order trial for them too, Kurt. I don't want to circumvent any, anything in their behalf, but I do want justice done. I do get that the wheels of justice grind slowly. I understand all that, but I I still, I want a, a jury for Hillary. I don't want to circumvent her rights and throw her in Guantanamo Bay either. So I'm being fair on the left and the right about this, Kurt. And I understand, you know, hey, you know, Rush is a little bit of a shock jock and he's throwing this out there and he's showing the seriousness of it. I get it and agree with all that. But you need to be very careful with the words you use on the radio. What happens if they just decide they're going to throw Rush in Guantanamo Bay? Would he feel different then? And he'd say, well, I've done nothing wrong. And they'd say, the Democrats would say, you've been fueling these riots for decades. It's just taken this much time to, for them to come to fruition. You've been the agitator. You're the, you're the armchair quarterback agitator of all time, Rush. We're going to throw you in Guantanamo Bay. See, you got to be very careful with words. And you got to be very careful with how what lines we cross. And when you wield this microphone, you better be very careful. Okay, Glenn Beck said, oh, anybody who... You know, doesn't agree with the official 9-11 story there, they're ready to work with Al-Qaeda. They're terrorists. They'll destroy the country if you let them. See, that, that kind of stuff and the kind of stuff that Rush says, some of the stuff that Michael Savage has said in the past and stuff like that, they're over the top in their commentary, Kurt. I get that it's shock jockism. I get that it's, but you got to be really careful. So I'm saying I believe Joe and Hunter should be arrested. They should be read their Miranda rights. They should be properly dealt with and gently dealt with. They should never be abused or treated unkindly. And we need to truly subpoena and get all the information we can and truly then have an honest, fair trial, a speedy trial. And we ought to uphold their constitutional rights completely. But at the same time, we need to expose corruption and create accountability. Uh, So I'm hesitant. I mean, I want to stop the writer as much as the next guy. But I can't go as far as to throw them in Guantanamo Bay or or, or even the like. And so, anyway, there's my take, Kurt. Do you want to sound off on any of that? I think you got it covered. All right. You, Kurt, want to talk about uh, Megan Kelly, don't you? We teased this story before, well, but we never finished it, Kurt.
2: Remember, you know, you, you remember during the 2016 election what happened there uh, with Megan Kelly,
1: right? A lot of things happened i can't remember exactly but she well, moved from network she to was, network and she just got all beat up and then she was going to be with her family well, and she got a new gig and all that right well i think she was uh you know one of the
2: i don't know moderators yeah, for one sure. of the events and uh she pretty much went after the president the way i remember it well she went um, after
1: candidate trump
2: yeah that's right good point um and um you know, there was some definitely some rough stuff going back and forth, but now apparently she's had a change of mind, a change of uh, heart, and uh, not
1: too many people are wanting to talk about it, Sam. And the liberals are losing their minds about it. We'll talk about it in seconds.
14: Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text, to 444-999, text FIGHT to 444 999, text F I G H T to 444 999, or go to defendapatriot.com. Defend a All
1: right. So Megan Kelly kind of took apart Trump, at least when she was the moderator back in 16. She kind of morphed from, um, I don't know what you call it, conservative to kind of liberal to who knows what to wherever. And she kind of bounced around and lost a lot of credibility, that's for sure. Now, though, she's coming back with something that is making the liberals go berserk, Kurt. Liberals well, are furious yeah, at Megan Kelly.
2: She's basically just uh, coming back and saying she's uh, a fan and uh, supporting the president, right, Sam?
1: Yeah, what I find interesting about the headline that you sent me, though, is I don't think it is fair. It says liberals are Uh, furious at Megyn Kelly over her unexpected Trump comments. Well, that's Mm -hmm. a way to not really give you what she said, right, Kurt?
2: Well, yeah, that's that's right. In fact, I'm trying to find which day that one was. But, um, you know, as I look through even on DuckDuckGo and try to find Megyn Kelly... And news, you know, you just can't find it. And, uh, you know, I think it's part of the whole Twitter slash, you know, uh, Google, you know, protect you from this uh, information, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, it's just amazing how uh, there's so much censorship going on.
1: Yeah, now let me highlight a few things that's going on with this. This is the blaze, Kurt. Megan Kelly, media coverage of Donald Trump is disgusting. Kurt, we've been saying this forever. Good point. Megan, amen. Right? Yeah. She's got it right. right. And this is where, you know, in the past, we would have been pretty hard on Megan. Yes. Because we're not really hard on Megan. We're hard on the issues, right? And when Megan's wrong on the issues, we got to be like, Megan, come on. But Megan's right. Mm -hmm. Now, Megan keeps endorsing Trump, and she's calling it unbiased. Right?
2: Well, and she, you know, is coming from being way on the, you know, at least kind of the opposition side, you know, before, right? Um,
1: Yeah, now, Megan's criticized for uh, her saying that Trump handily won the debate. Okay, Biden wasn't a force, she says. Mm -hmm. I think that she's right, Kurt, about this. Good point. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, here's the other interesting thing. So she endorses Trump. She calls it unbiased. Trump won the debate handily. Biden wasn't even a force. Now, here's the question. What's it going to take for some of these other newsmakers to tell the truth, Kurt? And what got into Megan to get her to tell the truth? Because, man, I want to see if there's a pattern here. Did she wake <laughs> up one day? Did she get a gig for big money? That what, what happened? Yeah, good point. I don't know. But here's what I do know. She's right for... Well, I would say once, but this is four or five or six different articles highlighting what she really said. So the headline that just says, hey, you know, liberals are furious with what Megan's saying doesn't really give you the story. Right. In my opinion, it tries to report the news, but kind of avoid the story. If you say something like this, Megan Kelly turns 180 degrees. She says the media coverage of Trump is disgusting. She keeps endorsing Trump and saying that she's non-biased. And Megyn Kelly says Trump won the debate handily and Biden wasn't even a force. Now, that tells an interesting story, Kurt. Good point. All right. Anything else on that one? Couldn't agree. Nope. All right. Kurt wants to talk about a 96-year-old woman. This is your stories of 1022, Kurt. 96-year-old woman, I guess from the Keys, she what? Rock Bowls Nose three hundred. Well,
2: it's, Bowls no tap, you know when you three hundred, yeah, when that? you when you get a three hundred game in bowling, Sam. Oh yeah. You oh, you know it's I a perfect see. game, and so this lady is ninety six years old, and, uh, um, you know she says uh, family is a secret to staying young, um, and uh, Can she, she, is she says to say that, that her. Focus on the family uh, keeps her going. So I mean, I just thought it was kind of a cool story, Sam. I mean, uh, you know, a ninety-six-year-old lady bowls a three-hundred game and uh, says, "This family is a secret to staying young and keeping her going." I mean, it's a cool. What's story, a no-tap you know?
1: three hundred, Kurt? Since you're kind well, of bowling,
2: I, I don't. Yes, yeah, since I'm an expert on bowling. <laughs> Uh but uh you know, any of the bowling experts out there, I guess, uh she says uh you know she's gonna be nice. Well that's what confuses me about November the story. When the you see this headline, it's a yeah. very
1: confusing headline. Because she's yeah, from where, right. Kurt?
2: McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. So okay, I but it doesn't say Pennsylvania in the headline, Kurt. Yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: Okay, and so when the they say Hey, ninety six year old lady from McKees rocks. You know, something bowls 300 and family, and and when you read it, you go, what the heck?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they say she scored a no-tap 300, knocking down nine or more pins with every ball. Her friends and family called KDKA's Megan Schiller. They said, uh, Lyons says, uh, that's the lady's name, her last name. I had all strikes in a row, not an open frame at all, said Lyons. A first for anyone at Kennedy Lanes in McKee's Rocks. Uh, that's hard, said Lyons. It's hard for a woman to do that, especially seniors. Yeah, especially a 96-year-old lady's going to turn 97 November 30th. Uh, Lyons doesn't just toss out the strike. She belongs to two card clubs, jogged for seven years, and worked with Meals on Wheels for 15 years. Took care of my husband, she said. He had Alzheimer's for five years. Focus on family keeps her going. God gave me good health, and he gave me a good family, a good right arm, too, and a positive outlook that keeps her young. It's how I feel inside. I just have to keep going. I won't give up. I won't give up no matter how old I am. That's a good story. Um, And uh, hats off to CBS Pittsburgh um, for bringing that. But did you hear that on, like, um, of you course know, not, Kurt. They don't, don't want to talk about that. I mean, wouldn't
1: it be kind of a Limbaugh's cool trying to, to throw just... people in Guantanamo Bay, buddy.
2: Yeah, good point. Yeah, gotcha.
1: And yeah. other people are trying to get Hillary <laughs> on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I gotcha. Other yeah, people are stealing Hunter Biden documents. <laughs> yeah. Other people are confessing, <laughs> are. and some people are telling the tale. And, you know, Tony's saying, I just got to clear my family's name, man. Yeah, good point. Kirk Crosby's riding his Honey Harley. Getting the e-bike out is what's going on. <laughs> See, what's going on in the nation? There's a lot of cool stuff. Yes, sir. Happening. You know? All right. Tell us about this anonymous donor. Could an auto body shop.
2: Well, the headline for Breitbart says anonymous donor, comma, auto body shop work together to give veteran car. And so this was uh, basically a guy's name is Gerald Eaton. He served in the U.S. Army for nine years, four years active duty, one year in reserve, four years in the National Guard. Uh, He's now a veteran. He's using his time to give back to his community. He cares for several elderly neighbors, driving them to their doctor's appointments, taking them to the grocery store, and even mowing their lawns. Although his good deeds, this is according to Breitbart. Uh, their peace, uh, His good deeds are much appreciated. His at-risk neighbors found it hard to climb into his Ford F-150 pickup truck and go without air conditioning for very long. That changed when he was gifted with a 2012 Jeep Liberty equipped with air conditioning and four-wheel drive so he could stay on the roads no matter what the season. Uh, Wendy Caldwell and her husband owned the auto repair and body shop that donated the car to Eaton. Caldwell said a woman whose father had passed away came in looking to donate his vehicle to someone in need but wished to remain anonymous. As we learned more and more about her dad, we found out he was a proud Vietnam veteran. We took the vehicle, did repairs, a tune-up, tires, but we really didn't know how to give it away. So we contacted the mayor's office, they contacted veterans organization, they gave us the name Gerald, who we gave the car to. So, good news, good support, good Good work, right, Sam? It's
1: fantastic work. We just need more of it, Kurt.
2: (laughs) Yeah. One of those uh, stories we want to clone, right? All right.
1: Well, let's talk about a high school football team. Speaking of good works, Kurt.
2: Very good. The Western Journal brings this piece, Amanda Thomason. A high school football team shows up at paralyzed man's home to clean up yard damaged by storm. Uh, Sam, I mean, you know, this is the kind of stuff where you just go, hey, man, that's cool. Got to, got to do that more often, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, and, and frankly, ladies and gentlemen, we know there are stories like this that are all around. It's just that it's sad to us that they don't typically get reported. And so we try to bring them to you when we can find them.
1: Now, Kurt, aren't the teenagers supposed to just be like thugs? Yeah.
2: That's exactly right.
1: Anyway, I think it's kind of cool. Maybe they're not all so bad.
2: That's exactly right. Mm. Give us some hope, right? We want
1: hope. We want hope. We need hope. We need hope. And we can help make hope happen.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: All right. Southside Man did a good job, too.
2: Well, that's right. The headline here from uh, Fox San Antonio, Ryan Wolf writes this. speech, Southside Man Rewarded with 1000 bucks After His $13 Act of Kindness. Um, you know, so basically this guy, um, you know, he was at the grocery store, and, uh, you know, somebody in front of him was a little short on cash. It was a 75-year-old lady named Del Moretta Stipp, and uh, she said it was... Embarrassing. You know, uh, she started digging into her purse, and the more she dug, the worse she felt. Um, But, um, you know, she's retired, living in the southeast side uh, there in uh, San Antonio on a fixed income. Said it happened to her last month at Walmart. Her total was 151. She only had 138 in her wallet. And all of a sudden, the clerk next to the lady that was taking care of me said, Hold it. She recalled being told someone wants to pay. And I said, no, no, she's going to take this off. And then this guy, don't even know where where he was, came through and said, I want to pay. The guy who helped her was Robert Navarro. And uh, bottom line is, a little later, a uh, group of citizens there, uh, they started a thing called Cash for Kindness. And this group uh, came and brought this guy a thousand bucks for his good little... Uh, you know, service that he did. Uh, And do you think that'll encourage more people to do that kind of stuff, Sam?
1: If it gets widely told enough, absolutely. That's right. If, uh, you know, only us, then it'll have impact. But the impact won't be near as big as it could have been. Now, if you donate today, it'll be bigger. Good point. Good point. Yes, sir. All right. Testing the faith is the next headline. We don't have much time to get this in.
2: It says Mayor of Ashland, Ohio dedicates city to Jesus Christ. Subheadline, may this be a land where he rules supreme. It's a world Net daily peace. I know you're not surprised, but wouldn't it be cool if it was a CNN piece?
1: Wow. Man. Yeah. Well, Crazy, you know what? Yeah. The new media's taking center stage. We shall continue to prevail. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we dedicate this broadcast to Jesus Christ. By the way, join us live Tuesday evening, November 3rd, 2020 for special incredible election coverage starting at 7 Eastern. Five hour broadcast, five mountain time. We'll break it down real time with Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby, James Edwards, Scoop Stanton and many other surprise guests. It'll be a fundraising effort as well. Liberty dot com. God save the republic.